It's podcasting time. This is Just Another Jerk, Dispatches from Japan. I'm your host, Jonathan Isaacson. Remember to subscribe, rate, review the podcast, wherever it is you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, probably. Maybe Spotify. I know there's one or two of you over on Stitcher. Google Podcasts. Anyone? Anybody? Bueller? No? Okay. Well, get your podcasts. Subscribe, rate, review, do all that stuff. So today we're taking a little break from our crash course in Japanese history. We'll pick up with the start of the Edo period, the uh, rule of the Tokugawa shoguns, at some point in the nearest future. Right now, I am swamped with work, so that's not going to happen today. Instead, I'm coming at you with a short dispatch, not really from Japan, but it is related to Japan. Now, the story comes out of the UK, and it concerns a British-Japanese musician. And I imagine most of you listening probably haven't heard of her. Uh, Maybe you have, but I'm guessing not. Uh, Anyway, her name is Rina Sawayama, and she released her full-length debut album this year, 2020. I've listened to a few tracks, and it really isn't, you know, my favorite genre. It's, It's a little more pop than I like usually, but it is really good. You know, especially when I compensate for the fact that, you know, pop music's not really my jam so much. I mean, pop music, it, it's pop music. It, it's, it's such a constricting term. It's its a lot more than pop. It's hard to describe. Go check it out. Rina Sawayama. Say it's good stuff. But yeah, all nearly all the reviewers seem to think the same thing. It's gotten rave reviews in a lot of places. Uh, I think the Metacritic aggregate uh, review is something like 89 out of 100, which is really, really high. So yeah, it's doing really well. Um, Elton John apparently called it one of the strongest albums of the year so far. So yeah, the album, it's called Sawayama. It, it's made a lot of top albums of the year so far list. You know, those people, a lot of people do kind of the like the half year lists. It's made most of those big lists. Now, one list it didn't make is the Mercury Prize shortlist. The Mercury Prize is maybe the most, it's certainly one of the most prestigious music awards in the UK. You know, acts like Primal Scream, uh, Portishead, PJ Harvey, Dizzy Rascal, Franz Ferdinand have all won it in the past. So it's, it's a big deal. We'll get back to the Mercury Prize in a minute. But let's talk a little bit about Rina Sawayama, the person, just for a moment here. So she was born in Japan, in Niigata, apparently. And for some reason that I haven't seen, now admittedly, I haven't really dug into the story very much, especially this part of the story. But for whatever reason, she moved to the UK when she was only four years old. And she has stayed there ever since. I mean, obviously, she didn't move by herself when she was four. She moved there with her family, but whatever. She she stayed there ever since. She is a permanent resident of the UK. I don't know the exact terminology. I forget the exact terminology. It's it's different in every country, but she she essentially she's a permanent resident in the UK. She has no limits on what she can do in the UK, how long she can stay. She she's there for as long as she wants to be, as far as I can tell. She's a permanent resident, but not a citizen of the UK. She retained her Japanese citizenship, from what I've seen, to maintain connections with her family back here in Japan. And it is important to note that, yes, Japan does not allow dual citizenship. 
it can't enforce people, you know, can't force people to to get rid of their citizenship from other countries. But that's a whole nother bucket of worms that I don't have time to talk about or energy to talk about. She's kept her Japanese citizenship. And okay, she is at this point, she's 29 as of this recording, which is August 2020. So she's spent 25 years in the UK. She's gone to school in the UK. If you hear her speak or sing, she sounds British, as you would expect from someone who has lived in a place for essentially her entire life. Yes, I know those first four years, that's barely anything. I mean, until you're four, your your vocabulary is pretty limited. Your speaking is pretty limited anyway. So four on, she's been in the UK 25 years now. Say, And I know this is, I'm repeating here, but this is a key fact. She is a permanent resident of the UK, not a citizen. So let's go back to the Mercury Prize. Now, the Mercury Prize has this stipulation that solo artists must be either British or Irish and bands that have, bands that are uh, nominated must be at least, they must have at least 30% of the members be either British or Irish. So Rina Sawayama does not qualify for the Mercury Prize because she's not British, at least not by citizenship. Now, I get it. A rule is a rule. So it would be unfair to change it in the midst of the announcement of the shortlist. Although, I mean, honestly, it's a damn music award. So changing the rules in the middle of the game really wouldn't be that big of a deal. It's a music award. It's it's yeah, it has a cash prize, but it's not that big from what I've seen. But yeah, whatever. So yeah, I, I get it. They it, it the rules say you have to be a British or Irish citizen to be nominated. So I get it. I mean, it is shitty for her culturally. She is obviously very British. Like I say, if you watch an interview with her, if you listen to her talk listen to what she talks about. She is British. You know, 25 years in a country since the age of four, that'll do it to a person. But like I say, I can't fault the Mercury Prize people either because, yeah, you know, those are the rules and people people like their rules. But this has raised the question of what it means to be British. You know, and Sawayama herself has raised some of these questions. You know, and I saw, I, I saw this story in an art it was an article in one of the english language japanese news sites this is where i first got the details of the story um the first time i actually heard about it was from my wife because it was in the japanese language press as well so i gave a quick search found it on this you know the english language version of i i don't know if it was one of the like the japanese newspapers but it was an english language japanese news site so i gave it you know I, I I looked at it, I read the story, and you know it does raise a lot of good questions about national identity. You know who is British? And this question comes up in the U.S. all the time. Who is you know a U.S. who who's a member of society in the U.S. like a true, full-blooded American? Which I mean, American that's another issue because uh, America. There's a lot of Americas, but. I hate the name of my country. It's dumb. It's a dumb name. United States of America. So what do we call someone? An American. Well, what about someone from South America? Aren't they American? Yes. Again, we're getting off topic. Back on topic. So I looked at this article on the Japanese 
you know, the English language Japanese news site. And I mean, I know this is dumb, but I looked very, very briefly at the comments for the story because I was expecting to find a lot of whataboutism. And oh boy, oh boy, the commentariat did not let me down. A lot of, well, what about Japan, huh? Japan is very closed to non-Japanese people. And sure, that's true, but that's not relevant to Rina Sawayama's case. I mean, she doesn't make the rules for Japan. She is a, she's a pop star who has lived most of her life in England. I, uh, what is she supposed to do? Um, she's supposed to come in and make all these old fuddy-duddy Japanese politicians change their mind? I don't think so. If you know anything about Japan, you know it doesn't work that way. And, you know, let's also get to the point of just because Japan does it doesn't mean that it's okay for the UK to also do it. If it's wrong in one place, it's wrong in all places, right? Yeah? Uh-huh. Yes. So, oh yeah. And let's also not forget, this is the Mercury Prize. It's not a government policy. It's a corporate decision. The UK government didn't come to the Mercury Prize board and say, you can only choose British acts, or I guess Irish acts are okay too, because, you know, our oppression of that country and all that, yada, 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 okay. You know, come on, people. This is an award for music. But yeah, there's a whole bunch of dumb arguments from the commentators. Commentators? Commenters. Which I expected and I got. So I, I didn't go deep into the comment section. I just kind of looked briefly. And like I said, I was not disappointed by the whataboutism because that's exactly what I was expecting. And I think comment number two or three, that was the comment. So I was like, yep, well, yeah. Oh, and yeah, there was also my favorite comment on these kind of stories. You know, these, these uh, especially like artists and music, musical artists that people are, especially fairly new ones. The Rina Sawayama, never heard of her. Obviously said, you know, very dismissively as if, you know, some idiot keyboard warrior's lack of knowledge of music means she's irrelevant. You know, you know, my dude, guess who's never heard of you? Pretty much the entire world. Mm -hmm. I mean, your, your, your group of friends has heard of you, your parents, your, your family, and that's about it. I'm going to guess. No one's heard of me. You know, I'm going to guess that Rina Sawayama is much, much better known than you are, like by a factor of at least a million. I mean, does Elton John know who you are? Is Elton John saying that something you have done this year is like the best of the year so far? Something tells me that the answer to that question is a big fat no. Right? And these are, oh, comment sections are so full of, of these logical fallacies. Great for if you're teaching, if you have to teach logical fallacies, tell people to wade through the comment section and, and identify as many as they can, right? Because this is the, uh, uh, what's the name? The, the Basically, the lack of lack of knowledge, meaning that it's irrelevant. No, that's just because you don't understand something doesn't mean that it's wrong. Uh, but anyway, yeah, this story, it really does bring up that question of what it means to be from a place or a member of a certain society. I mean, I guess that, you know, most people, if they just met Rina Sawayama and talked to her without knowing anything about her backstory, they'd probably think she's English. I mean, obviously with East Asian roots, but 
Everything I've ever seen of her seems to be very, very English. But she doesn't have that passport. So is she Japanese? Is she British? Well, I mean, she's both. But that's unfortunately not the way the world works. We have all these rules and these competitions that force us to choose a side. I mean, hell, the Olympics do that. You know, which country are you going to represent? So, you know, uh, and this is something I know that will come up in some form in my family as well at some point. But that's down the road and that's something way too big and way too deep for right now. I got to get back to work. So please remember to subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Make sure to rate and give the shoe, the shoe, give the show a review, which became give it a shoe. So give the show a review if you're feeling really nice. Share it with your friends, your enemies, your frenemies, definitely with your families, maybe your cats and your dogs, you know, just share it. You can find the Twitter for the podcast at just another cast and you can get these little bite-sized nuggets of japanese history uh there's a pa- facebook page as well uh, if you search for just another jerk podcast you can like the facebook page you can get history nuggets there as well you can send me emails at just another jerk podcast at gmail.com and i'm always happy for suggestions requests um or, you know, to share your thoughts on the whole issue of nationality and ethnicity. Or, you know, Darina Sawayama and her music, uh, her, her case here with what's her nationality, what's her, what's her identity. Or fan mail. Hey, I'd love to read fan mail. I don't have any fans, but non-fan mail. I'll read it on, you know, I'll read it on the podcast if I ever get some. If, well, a man can dream. On that note, I'm out. Peace.